This is the Endless Ranters Podcast. Podcast. Uh, I'm not a player, I throw up a lot. I know. Walk amongst us, and you don't know me that well. Probably shouldn't trust the story I tell, but I'm gonna speak it how I saw it because I call Good evening, friends. Endless Ranners. Welcome back for episode 117 of your Endless Ranners podcast. Thank you for watching, listening, subscribing. We really appreciate the support. My name is Chris. I'm one of your Endless Ranners hosts for this evening, and we have only one other host for this evening. It's producer Manny. What's going down, old man? Konnichiwa, bitches. Good to be here. Oh, whoa, whoa. Japanese, huh? Japanese. Uh... A little Japanese influence. That's correct, my man. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't oh, a, that doesn't insult, rattle you. I was going to say an insult, but no, you really, you kind of like, you said the nice word in Japanese and then the, the bad word in English. Yeah. If I could curse in Japanese fluently, trust me, I would do it, but we're stuck with what I got. They don't have that in anime. They don't, they don't curse. Oh, they do. It's just, I don't, I don't know what they are. The words, I guess they're all, I guess. Uh, so when you watch anime, yeah, we're just going to get right into it. Um, sweet. It's in English, but it's dubbed or is a lot of that stuff made in English originally. Like I, I'm just asking cause I have no idea. The original language, all in Japanese, then everything's okay. either translated or, or dubbed. Are there any whiteies or, you know, other folks, you know, darker complexion, not let me just say non-Asians. All right. Non-Asians doing anime. Yeah. Okay. And do they do it in Japanese or do they do it in their, their home language? How's that work? Majority of the time they would do them both, but sometimes it's only like because of who it's licensed to. Maybe it just might be in English only. It's mm-hmm. happened in certain cases. I'm getting real close to getting into anime. I mean, I'm just kidding. I'm not, but you know. It's just fascinating. You know, this whole world is fascinating to me. You know what I mean? Like, there's just like a whole, I mean, because there's a lot, right? There's a lot of content out there, a lot, you know, like, I don't know. Well, you have a podcast that you talk about these things a lot. Yeah. What's it called again? It's called How We Figure. How We Figure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So that's like, like, I don't know. Even if I'm not into something, if it's, if it's like, I mean, it's like a big cultural thing, you know? So it's kind of, it's very interesting to me, the business of it, I guess. Like, yeah, you're, now you're talking about licensing and. I'll tell most, you. Most how, folks that don't really know it, they see it and they don't really, maybe they don't see certain things, but you probably see different styles and characters and totally. stories and yeah, brands. Uh, one uh, production, one company in particular, Toei, they're responsible for bringing us one piece. That's one of their more notable uh, franchises. I think it was in 2018, 19, or 20. One of those years, they raked in $50 billion. And that's just one company. Yeah. So the fans are out there, and we speak with our with what little funds we have in our wallets. I also like this. I'm like, I'm also kind of fascinated with things that are just, I mean, not, not to say anime is not big in the United States, but like things that are just massive everywhere in the world, except for here, mm. you know? And like soccer is kind of one of them. Like, uh, um, there's MLS, whatever, and, and soccer is popular for youth, you know, youth players. Right. And I mean, I'm not, uh, I shouldn't, you know, that's, that's 
there can only be so many like great leagues in the entire in the world, right? So, um, so the MLS is where it's at. But uh, what yeah, about AYSO, kind of, man? You ever show them any support? What's up? What's that? It's another one of those uh, youth soccer leagues. I don't know if it's still around. I don't know. I was in the I was in the CYS, like the Catholic youth sports. Yeah, CYOSO or something like that. Just because there was a Catholic church like right next to my neighborhood when I was growing up. Did you also have to defend yourself against one of the uh, pervy uh, priests that was or the coach? No, I never. I've never actually. I don't know if I've ever been to a Catholic church in the United States. We played against a bunch of other Catholic schools. Okay. Uh, Catholic church. I don't know. I don't even really know. I mean, it wasn't really affiliated with the school. It was just a, I, I don't know. I don't know how these things happen. Um, but yeah, um, that was the Catholic youth sports organization. CYSO. I think that was called at the time. Okay. Learning something new every day or every yeah. time we record one of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so I, yeah, soccer, other other things like whether it's food or shows or whatever, uh, <laughs> yeah, just just everywhere but here, you know, because it is kind of interesting because for the most part, like things that are big are here. Right? We start a lot of big things, but there are things that are you know, really popular around the world, except for in the United States where we're just like no, no, like cricket maybe, rugby, <laughs> rugby. Yeah, I guess we have our own former rugby. I don't know. I guess we can only take so much of that. I don't know. Oh shit! Well, which one of those are your favorite? Oh, I I watch soccer. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of tough these days. My team is terrible. Who's like, your team again? Manchester United. Good old. I mean, man it's a huge you, franchise. Huh? I mean, it's like you know one of the most valuable franchises in the world, but they're just terrible. Just terrible. Everything. Everything's terrible. Everything. I don't know if you're a sports fan. You you've been there before. You've had a team. Where it's just like you know the wrong coach, the players are terrible, uh, the organization's terrible, the owner's terrible, the flops are terrible. You know, but there's no reason for it all to be like that. You know, because there's plenty of money rolling in. But it's just you know, just everything's terrible. Thanks for bringing hey, that up. Speaking of which, has there or do you know of any talks of there being a financial injection via you know the Saudis? And when it comes to football or soccer? Oh, that's already happened. Okay. Yeah. Um, was there any talk of that? Or because I feel like I didn't hear anything as opposed to what's going on with, you know, live and the whole their golf. Uh, oh, this happened uh, 10, or, 10 or 15 years ago. I think this happened where a, okay. a um, uh, I think it's Saudi or United Arab Emirates bought Manchester City. Mm-hmm. Who at the time was like the little, you know, redheaded stepchild of Manchester United, um, because no one really followed them, and United was the biggest team in that town. Um, Did they have good players? No, they they really couldn't because they didn't have the fan base. You know, they didn't have the fan base. They weren't really internationally known. Yeah, this they were, sounds they were like just, a. It was like the New York eighties sports movie right here. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like you know, for me, it's a it it blows because basically, you know, some shake bought their team and just spent billions, and then they started, you know, they don't have a fan base worldwide, so normally you wouldn't get advertisers, but they did get advertisers because that shake also owned Etihad Airlines, 
right? It's like, a, you know, it's a huge worldwide airline and they want to, and they have unlimited money basically. Um, so they, they, you know, they paid the team, even though they don't really have a lot of supporters at the time, they paid the team a huge contract as if they did. So they were able to basically inject a ton of money into the team. And, you know, over the last 10 years, they've been really great. You know, they've been dominant, you know, I don't, they won a champions league, but yeah, it's been pretty terrible. <laughs> uh so then yeah yeah anyway it sucks but it's interesting i don't know the people on this planet still there's just massive numbers of people that don't know about something well that airline for instance was one of them i've never heard of that prior to right now uh you've probably seen commercials for it i don't know nah doubt it yeah, maybe not. If you're not watching TV or sports, nope. Formula nope. One. <laughs> There's a, yeah. I think, well, never mind. I think Formula One's big, big enough here in the United States. I was about to say. It's getting there. There's that, there was that show called Drive to Survive on Netflix. That was uh, a pretty good documentary series. It's very highly produced. Um that got a lot of people into formula one because it was really entertaining because it kind of showed behind the scenes, the drivers, the drama, but then, but then people realized after the first couple seasons that, wow, there's no, there's never any actual race footage. I think because like, I'm sure yeah, they something. can, it's expensive, right? But it's like, Oh yeah. Every, every, every splice of footage they put in there is like from like, is either old or from, from a practice round or something, you know, something like just, you know, I don't know. And then also, then then a, a few of the drivers don't participate in the sh- in the show anymore because they basically said, "I don't want to be a part of this bullshit." You know, I'm they, down they, with they, that. They produce it, you know. They they treat it like um, like Real Housewives or something, or yeah. Or they just the producers just hack stuff up to make it look like two people are having a you know like making weird faces at each other, but they're not even in the same room the same day. Exactly. So just, just to make it seem like these two drivers hate each other. Yeah, it it's odd that you mentioned that it was too expensive, considering Netflix just you know jizzes money at whatever product they want, and yet when it comes to Formula One, it's like they sh- honestly it would have made the show a lot more compelling if they would have been able to show races, you know what happened, the you know yeah, causes I think that's just, off that's track just beef and whatnot. I mean, I think that's like huge money, you know, like huge, huge money to be able to have that, have access to that. Dude, they spent how many mil, two hundred something million on this crappy The Gray Man movie, and oh, Netflix is out and is in trouble. I think that you know, I, uh, yeah. I mean, I think net, you know, Netflix is in trouble. I mean, they're going to be shrinking. They'll have less stuff of older stuff. They're going. They're already, you know, they've already said they're going to start doing commercial. They're going to have memberships so that have commercials, like Hulu or something. That you know. 10 minute i mean 10 yeah let's just say 10 minute pre- period where there were no commercials on the internet was great but that shit's gone remember when you could just watch youtube well i have youtube premium I, that is like the best 11 dollars you'll spend if i'm if annoyed you, at all the ads it's just it. like no i don't want to try it fuck off yeah if you use youtube or it, it comes with youtube music which is also great um but if you use YouTube, it's great. I mean, it's really worth it because it just you skip a you skip so much of that crap. And it's just and it's just it's like you you're basically paying 10, 12 bucks a month for YouTube, you know, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years ago. 
just like tons of content from just tons of creators still. Right. right. I mean, see, I know there's a lot more there than there was, but still like even back then you couldn't get to it all. Um, but the story of Netflix is basically they've been spending more money than they've, they've been taking in for like a decade. Like this is like, this is widely known, like just widely known and, you know, financial community, like just, that's just, you know, it's public information. They just, they spend more on all these productions and like all these deals than they take in because they keep saying like they, they get away with, they just keep saying, well, because in the future we're going to like lower our costs and we're not going to pay as much for this stuff and we're going to cut back, but they never do until now they have to, because now people are jumping ship and not subscribing and they're losing subscribers. And and not only that, they're cracking down on the subscribers that do share passwords, even though it's just like, yeah, that's part of their deal. Yeah. But they're not even, they're not even doing that because they were yeah. doing that and trying it in a way where it's like, would you, Hey, we noticed that someone's not in your house. We noticed your, you know, it's your, it's, you know, your mom that lives uh, 20 miles away. Would you like to add them? You know, would you like to upgrade your account or something? So they're just kind of saying, Hey, give us a few more money, a few more bucks or something. Right. But I mean, bottom line, they just, they've been borrowing money and like, you know, I think they have a ton of cash, right? Because they haven't been using their own money. They've been borrowing money to do all these productions, to pay the Obamas, you know, like crazy, you know, crazy. It's like Adam Crowley's talk about the holding deals. That's what Netflix was doing for a long time, like paying people a lot of money. Yeah. Um, And they were not they weren't using their own cash. They were borrowing. So now they owe a ton of money. They have a ton of cash. They could, you know, pay back the loans or whatever, but it's like, man, I, now that you mentioned that, I can't they're believe it. They're, they're blockbuster now. Didn't make the correlation about that. Like it's the modern holding deal. Like everyone got a deal and now they're out here borrowing money just to keep productions going. That's I mean, the, the Obama's got a deal. <laughs> like, uh, Harry and Megan got a deal, but not everybody, but yeah, like Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. um, paying way a lot, you know, a lot of, a lot for, um, drawing a blank, Dave Chappelle. Um, but yeah, they've been doing that for a long time. And I, I don't know. I'm just kind of a amateur, like news reader, you know, I read, you know, popular about popular things. And it's like, I wonder there's starting to be articles. There were articles years ago. Like, I wonder how long they can do this where they just keep, <laughs> they keep spending more and giving these huge deals out to people for nothing, you know, for fl- a lot of flops. Um, but they're not really have they don't have the subscribers. It's. I'm a little, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little annoyed because it's like, man, we're just not gonna be able to settle on anything. Like we're gonna spend the rest of our lives, like just dodging and getting like moving around from one streaming service to another. Right. (laughs) It's kind of what we wanted, you know, because back when we had cable boxes and no one had a choice, like you're in your neighborhood, you could only have Comcast or you could only have AT&T or whatever. Yeah. You know, we're like, we need to have choices. It's like, well, here you go. Here you go. Mofos. More choices than you could shake a stick at. Now you have a thousand choices and everyone is $8 a month. It's a fucking hydra of choices. Cut one head off, three yeah. more, take its place. Hail Hydra. 
Also, we'll be uh, splitting off Endless Rainers into seven different podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's we, right. Chris is going to have his own. Robbie Spilot's yeah. going to have his own. Mm-hmm. I have my own. I mean, we're diversifying our, our portfolio over here. People get ready. Uh, so um, speaking of Netflix, there was a subject. I, I don't know. You've been busy this week. I asked you guys, have you seen, have you heard about the have you heard about Manti Teo? Do you know who this is? First of all, have you heard the name before? I've heard the name. I don't know where, but it's okay. Who is this individual? He's a he's a linebacker that played for Notre Dame. Came out That's of Hawaii. Fair. Came okay. out of Hawaii. Um, he got catfished, like late two thousands, like two thousand nine, maybe something like. They that. They made a documentary about it, right? Yeah, man. They made it. It just came out. I'm, there's probably been other ones, but they just came out, and he's in it. Also with, with the catfisher, the perpetrator, mm-hmm. which is real confusing because at the time he was a dude. Now he's a dude, but he's like a large Polynesian woman. Dude looks like a lady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, living in Samoa, but like half the doc is that person. And the other half is Manti telling his side of the story, you know, like really with like, yeah, I don't know, you know, like kind of telling some embarrassing stuff, you know, like he got, he got played, you know, he got catfish really bad. And it was really sad. It was really sad. It's kind of devastating because he was an all-star, you know, from the get-go, mm-hmm. like he was like the perfect child, you know, family of like seven kids. He was like the number, he was the oldest. He was a perfect child. He was a football player from the, you know, from early ages and the best all throughout high school. Went to Notre Dame, was the best there, um, was like an all-star, you know, like, and, but the last two years, I guess his junior year is when this whole catfish started. And uh, like, it started slowly, but it started, but it, it all ended right before he, the Heisman Trophy award ceremony, his senior year, which he was a finalist. He didn't win it, but he was a finalist. So it all came crashing down like right before that, like right before the national championship game. They were in it that year. Notre Dame was in it that year. And they got they spanked. Told- and they got spanked. Like it got spanked. He had a terrible game. But like it's like his whole world changed. So he was, you know, he was an all-star. He was like on the, the cover of every magazine. Uh, well, part of that was also that um his grand, like how it all blew up is his grandmother passed away. And then the person that was catfishing him had pretended to be the 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 cousin and told him called him and said that the catfish i don't know how to explain this was dead wait 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 so the catfisher impersonated his cousin and was like yo you're being catfished or no this person well eventually the person that did it admitted it like that's how he found out so this dude let's just call him a dude his name was Ronaya. Just call him, now he's called Lene, but you know, this is confusing as hell. You know, I knew, I knew it. I knew I shouldn't have brought this up, <laughs> but I don't even know how to, I don't, yeah, it, it's, it's so crazy. Um, he, it was a dude. So, but he was pretending to be a woman online on Facebook and he had been catfishing a bunch of people. Like this was like a, a thing that he was doing. 
right? Pretending to be a woman online and, and doing this. See which one will take. I but it would fizzle out. But then this one like lasted a long time. So by the time that Manti Teo came along, like the catfish dude was already like kind of busy with a lot of webs you know, out there. <laughs> so it was able to like slow play it with this Manti guy, right? Yeah. Just like, hey, hey, yeah, yeah, cool. Good luck in the game, you know, whatever. And they just like slowly started chatting. But this person, yeah, this person is a sociopath, really. Um, but yeah, the, but he was also just being himself and saying that he was the the you know the made up person's cousin. So he could like call or like text that was part of the whole ruse was that he would text him as himself as the cousin of the made up person you know what i mean and be like hey good luck in the game whatever and they were like online buddies yeah and yeah it's really strange because it's an online thing and they hadn't they never met for two years um but after like a year he was starting to get fed up and was like he i guess he stopped you know like he wasn't talking to her as much so then she pretended to be in a car accident. <laughs> My God, this is it. Dude. Yeah, man. Like the he he called Manti and was like, Lene's been in a car accident. Right? Right. You know, I'm I'm her cousin. You know, she's been in a car accident. I'll keep you posted. And I'm telling you, man, he even did this thing where he said, Do you want to try to talk to her? She's in a coma or, or something like oh, fuck. She's on a ventilator. Do you want to talk to her? The hell's a ventilator? No, like, do you want to talk to Lene, the made-up person who wasn't there? You know, just made up. She's on the ventilator. Do you want to talk to her or something? It was, it's fucked up, man. And he was like, okay, because he's like, you know, this is like his best friend. Like, he's in love with this made-up person. Yeah. <laughs> and the the catfish perpetrator, it was like making these noises, like. <sighs> So Manti, you know, thinking he's talking to a real person is like, you know, it's like pouring his soul out to this on the phone, like saying, please wake up all this stuff. And the catfish dude is like, she's breathing. And like, um, I mean, it's just, that's devious, right? That's like, that's sick, 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 sick. So that was like, so it wasn't like they were dating online for two years before they met. It was like, a year and then he was like like all right you're not real like this is not right so and then they the the person the catfisher pulled off this this freaking hoax on him right i mean Man, like made up point, all these made up all these facebook like made up a whole facebook family like mom and dad and all these things does this person like, have a job uh that's a good question yeah i don't know it, what well they, they you know that the person was saying like it became their obsession you know what i mean like that it was like it sounds like it, but yeah, it, I'm it, just it, curious. I mean, what you just sit at home and do this? Who takes care of your bills? How do you buy your oh, groceries, okay. etc.? All that shit. So part of it, right? Part of why it was like the perfect situation for like just the horrific catfishing was um that he football was number one, right? So like his parents would say, like, whenever he would date, you know, in high school, or whatever, like football was number one. Like if there was a girl that caused drama or like in in any way was like, you got to go to practice again, you know, it was like gone. 
right? Like no, no one was going to get in the way of that. So he was so busy. I mean, he's like an all-star football player in college, right? Many time zones away also. So I guess they would just connect. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. And also like, um, so just to wrap it up, like he, it all came crashing down, like at just the highest point of his life, right? He is about to be in the national championship game. I guess it was Alabama. Right. Um, uh, he is up for the Heisman. And that's when he got the call from he got the call from this person saying it's me like in the real, in their real voice. It's me like, Oh, cause I think at, at like before that, Oh yeah, I'm sorry. So what began the crash was that his grandmother really died. And then this person, this horrible person called and said that his fake girlfriend had died on the same day. So then he told his friends, like his friends, his coaches and everything. It was like crazy. Plus he was an all-star. So he was already in the news. So that, that story of like a, an all-star player that whose grandmother and girlfriend of two years died on the same day, died on the same day but he was going to play on in their honor and all this stuff was like a huge story. Huge, huge, huge. Right. And then, then that's what came. That's what like brought so much attention on it that other people that she had catfished, he or she had catfished. We're starting to catch on that. Okay. Deadspin.com. That, that's kind of, I think that might be how they kind of made it where someone sent them a hint that Manti Teo was a fraud, but he wasn't, he was a, he was a great person. Had a heart of gold who got, catfish. he really did have a heart of gold and he wasn't an idiot either. He was like suspicious at the right times. And this person went to insane sociopathic lengths to con him. You know, um, just crazy. So anyway, so that that came it came crashing down. So like when he was like up for the draft, like he was going to be a number one pick, like he was going to be first round pick. You know, you can't say number one because not all teams need a middle linebacker. But um, then it was like, well, he's you know, like, oh, well, then you know, the the tabloids start, the memes start. It's like, oh, he must be gay because he was catfished by a dude, and he would he said they would talk on the phone, but then. The dude, the catfisher, went on Dr. Phil and did the voice. And if you watched it, you were just like, oh my God, it sounds like a chick. It sounds like sounds like a girl on the phone. This person missed their calling as an actor because I mean really, right? Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> they could they, they could have been an actor and then like they could have been like the next Jussie Smollett. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. It's like fame, fortune isn't enough for me. I gotta fame, focus fortune. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta. No, nah, I gotta destroy Civilian. someone. Yeah, I gotta destroy someone's lives. I gotta well, destroy I gotta someone's fuck lives. With an athlete. Yeah, I gotta destroy my own life. And yeah, I gotta. Of all gotta, people, too. Imagine if you just uh, when you finally meet in person, he just fucking bum rushes you. They show the text. The- they sh- they show a lot of the texts in the in the doc. It's a two part, one hour each series. It's really, um, I I was really sad at the end. I mean, because it was like. It was kind of him clearing up the story because I didn't re- I didn't realize at the time, but yeah, it was like he was gay. Everybody's like he was gay. Teams didn't want to touch him, right? I mean, it cost him tens of millions of dollars in contract. Yeah, because he went from golden boy to this dude. He's he's either gay, he loves transvestites, 
he it, he was in on it. They said like he was in on it. Oh, they said wow. because right because it because it did make him it did elevate him even higher. Right. Right. But he was already going to be in the NF in the NFL football world. He was already huge. Right. He didn't need to do that. But that was all the accusations, and you know how it is. That just that's how it is. That that's just what people remember. So. Mm-hmm. I hope you watch the doc because it is really like it's it's crazy because it's just like there's a sociopath on one side and then on the other side there's just a great person that could have been like an all-time NFL great. Right. Man, his his momentum in life just got snuffed out, like just destroyed. Yeah, it's really crazy. Really, that's that's like the saddest part about it. Funny you should mention sociopaths because before I was going to watch that doc, I watched another one, The Most Hated Man on the Internet. It was mm. about this uh, douchebag named Hunter Moore who started a website called Is Anyone Up? And it basically just leaked a bunch of nude photos of unwitting women that got hacked and had all their photos taken. So was that just a revenge porn? Like was that like that's what he was boyfriends yeah. doing it, or was that yeah, just that was, he hacked a bunch of women? Like <laughs> that's what he was hiding behind until it later okay. was discovered that he and an accomplice came over here and were hacking women's accounts. And yeah, so I watched the, the that's pretty terrible. Place, but, but yeah, yeah, dude, it was just and then when he finally gets caught and he's he they do the perp walk for him and everything he's fucking cowering under a blazer just like you know crying about like leave me alone i want my privacy even though you know he this whole little empire was built off exploiting you know women that didn't want to be a part of this shit and well it was was just lame like the way the dude acted it it just it was like he was living out a a 13 year old's fantasy of like what a an adult yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or someone yeah. that has any sort of like fame or power, you know, does to, it was just, ugh, it was lame. Yeah. I mean, there's a, I mean, these people are broken, right? It's like, how does uh you know, an, a, you know, some grown man, like still like, yeah, he's operating as if he's 13 or making decisions like that. Yeah. It's kind of weird. You know, I'm sure there's psychology to it. It kind of makes me think like, you know, I, I grew up or I came of age of a uh, financial age in a, in a window where I got ripped off on a, on financing a, a piece of shit, personal computer. Like <laughs> there are a lot of women out there that came of age at a, a, a technological age where it was also like a kind of a, you know, like a liberal time where it's like, you know, women are like, yeah, I'm going to take some pictures of myself and uh, have it on backed up on my iCloud account, you know? and then they you know there's a brief window where women were doing that and also didn't realize that you should not use your pet's name or your name as your iCloud password you know what I mean because I think a lot of your neighbors yeah a lot of people including like Jennifer Lawrence like a a lot of celebrities you know when they made their Apple ID account they used a really easy password to remember like Cause you're a normal person. That's what people do. Right. You know, no one wants my stuff, but it's like, if you're Jennifer Lawrence, you can't do that. <laughs> Cause then it makes some really easy for some dude to like, guess your iCloud password. And you probably didn't even realize that all your photos on your phone are backed up, you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like a time where like women are, uh, you know, like feeling a little bit more better about whatever their bodies are and taking pictures of themselves and also not realizing that, Oh, they're easily hacked. 
I think it's different. Hopefully now it's different, right? Like I would hope. Yeah. I don't know. I would hope, I right? I would, yeah. I would think so. I would think that just by, you know, security is, is just bigger than it was. Yeah. I'm sure that's the talk you're going to have with your kids when they're, when they're adults. Be like, don't ever sit back up your, don't back Be up like, anything to the cloud. I'm just going to bring like tons of Polaroid cameras home. <laughs> no. Let's see if that's worse. That sounds worse. That sounds right, a lot just worse. encouraging them, Chris. What are you doing? <laughs> that sounds a lot worse. Yeah. Like, you will, not take pic- you will not take pictures of yourself and put it on the cloud. You will take pictures of yourself and, and have it printed out here in the room. <laughs> like, no, that's that's much worse. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of uh, things getting snuffed out, you said something like that earlier. Uh, is it just me or is it weird? All the weird and Haitian memorials the last week. I haven't noticed any. Remember, I don't watch TV. I don't. I don't really. All right, well, just, we'll just move on to the next topic. Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> I'm like a weirdo. I know, I know, but like there has been in the, in the Adam Crowell of Facebook group. There's been you know people posting like a oh, friend of the show. She was on the show once. Even Adam Crowell posted this like, oh, my staff and Bubba Dibidi were like huge. You know, just inspired by. Mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> I hope that if I decide to get all kind of whacked out on Ambien and just get all kind of liquored up, you know, just get hammered in the morning and I decide to like blow through my neighborhood at 90 miles an hour and slam into a neighbor's house, you know, I hope, I hope that uh, the local papers remember me as well. You know what I mean? Disgruntled father. I mean, I get it. Like, it all. Uh, nah, yeah, I mean, I don't even. There's no. There's no even. There's not even a, a an investigation or any kind of exploration into um, what makes a person who seems to, you know, I mean, troubled, but you know, doing our, you know, there's nothing causing, you know, she, she's not poor, right? She's not evading anything. I think she was spiritually poor. No, I'm just playing. Well, I think especially poor was the wrong deep. choice of words. That's deep. No, that's good. That, no, that's fair. But um, like you know, she was she was on her own podcast, like l- drinking, like doing like taste tests of liquor that morning, and um, she was going like ninety miles an hour. Like, is there? I'm waiting for them to be a, a report that says that the accelerator stuck or something. You know, like that's a known problem. But no, she was like out of her mind and like blasting through a neighborhood going ninety. I was caught on a ring camera and then slammed into somebody's house. Lucky that she didn't kill them, the person, uh, but, you know, destroyed the house. And of course, yeah. you know, like a house is not nearly as valuable as a human, right? I mean, it'd be better if Dan Hayes was alive, but it's like, it's just weird. I guess it's like an obligation in Hollywood or just, uh, I don't know, like. What to eulogize any? Yeah, yeah, and they're even. I even saw today to like to like get on the bandwagon or like catch this wave. There were articles about her, her negative comments about Ellen <laughs> after they stopped dating. Yeah, like just you know, it's kind of like a let's use the dead lady. So she tried to, to warn also, us to also throw shade on this lady that we used to love, but now we hate. Like <laughs> we. <laughs> We used to like talk about her glowingly, you know, all the time, but now we hate her. Like society's turned on Ellen now. 
even though everybody knew what she was for a long time, but we're, we've turned on her now. So like, let's use, like, let's dig up this old interview from eight years ago of uh, Anne Hayes trashing Ellen as some kind of memorial to Anne Hayes. Okay. I don't know. I guess it's just me. It's just, it seems sick. <clears throat> seems kind of sick. You're not wrong, my friend. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I think that people would be like, would probably run my family out of town if I did. <laughs> but did that in this neighborhood, you know? I think that like if my kids were walking down one side of the street, the other kids would like be like, "Hey, that's the those are the kids of that that crazy asshole that like got all hammered and decided to go for a joyride and see how fast he could go through our neighborhood." That's always been one of my rational fears: is just having a, some crazed driver crash through the door the living room whatever wall i don't know what it is man i'm just naturally like paranoid i like to say i'm just like head on a swivel like it's some kind of a choice but like i'm just always like i don't know i think it's just my dad my dad was very risk averse averse or adverse Ooh. risk averse i think it's averse yeah so what he always made sure you didn't get hurt or what uh he was kind of like prepper adjacent almost i think oh gotcha but back in the you know it's like the 70s early 80s when there was no like there wasn't a digital world so like everybody <laughs> everybody was kind of a prepper <laughs> you know because everybody just would go to the grocery store and buy like 10 pounds like a big sack of flour and all that kind of stuff can canned goods were popular and now my dad had a stash of canned goods like a huge stash of all this stuff yeah. I think canned goods have have in the basement been steady popular for quite a while now. They, yeah, my dad would buy stuff longevity. in bulk. He would buy stuff in bulk. <laughs> Costco member? Uh, no, this is before Costco. Oh. <laughs> the first something. The first something price prior. club. You're thinking of price yes, club yes, yes, or yes, BJ's? Yes. Price, club price club was like, yeah. yeah. The first time I heard about price club was from my yeah my dad. Like you know my dad's Korean and like my, my stepmom's Korean. My dad's passed away, but yeah, but so price club was like, oh, that's a very Korean sounding thing. Price club. <laughs> Part of the club. Well, no, fuck and, out. Lo and behold, I, my dad takes me there and it's like half the place is Korean business owners and laundromats just buy like massive amounts of uh, whatever mayonnaise, yeah. you know, <laughs> bread, like tuna, like 80 pound cans of tuna, <laughs> and sell tuna salad sandwiches, whatever. Yeah. You know, like, oh yeah. Price club, price club. Then there was like BJ's wholesale. I was like, yeah, okay, that's a choice. That's a choice to go with. <laughs> I'm not going down that route. Yeah, it's like now our owner, his name is Brian Jordan. Like he's really like he wants everybody to know that it's his company. Like, All right, sure. All I right, get what BJ. All right, BJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Uh, now he always bought in bulk, like just at the groceries, like the A and P or whatever it was. I, Man, I don't know what the Mar. I think it was a Mars. Yeah, there's a Mars grocery store. When I was a kid, it was a Mar. It was called Mars. Did it have any affiliation with Nestle? You know, it was like a Mars. Outlet. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if that's kind of where it all came from. I'm sure this was a chain. Mm. You know, Nestle, Mars. And they owned a bunch of yeah. Just, who who knows? But yeah, if, if things were on sale, we just buy like a ton of them. A ton. <laughs> Yeah, whatever, have, like, whatever can go on sale, he would buy a ton of them. Yeah, like so. Did they have bulk size kimchi? No, no. So, yeah. yeah. So, when I was a kid, my 
my mom and dad divorced. My dad was single for many years. It's a lot know, of hungry man TV dinners. This I is many. Uh, yeah, man, a lot of like this quick pancakes <laughs> and pork chops and like, yeah, I mean, I was a single dad for a little while, not too long ago. And it's like, there are, th- there are going to be two things on the plate, maybe three. <laughs> These are two item dinners. Like we're not going to get all like, you know, three items. Uh, it's like, you're going to have a meat and a vegetable. Um, but no, then my, my dad got remarried to a Korean woman and, and all that stuff came back, like, or came in she hooked it up. Mm, and she was like, okay, bringing the kimchi in. <laughs> no, but yeah, my dad was a Korean dad. And when I was young, like it was just all pancakes and pork chops and, uh, he had grapevines. We would uh, can't. We would um, make grape jelly. Yep, make grape jelly. Um, yeah, he was a hunter. Yeah, he yeah he was kind of a. <laughs> wait, 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 a bear we, would the camp, lead. we would go, go camping, camping. Oh uh, yeah, hunter. Uh, what, what type of things did he? What type of animals? Bear. At that point, he would go with my uncle. My uncle Fred, that's what I'm named. That's my middle name. He, I was named after him. He would go with my uncle to Maine. They would go to Maine. Right. They would go bear hunting in Maine. Yeah. That's. But then by the time extreme, I came of age, man. by the time I came of age, they didn't really want to go anymore. So it was like, all right, you're. They tell me stories and I'd be like, that sounds great. They're like, yeah, we're done with that. <clears throat> we're over bear hunting. Yeah. Um, Little did you know that they were actually hunting men. He was just really resourceful, you know. I don't know why we're waxing on about this, but no, but wait, I have questions. Did he ever bring like bear meat home? Did he? Ever oh, yeah, bring yeah, any... yeah, you've had bear meat, yeah. He fed up like I, I remember early, this is like these are early years for me. This is like the five to ten you're, you're age people where like, yeah, there'd be like a big, there'd be like a big to do because it was like, oh, you know, daddy tried to feed us rabbit. <laughs> You know, and then yeah. it's just a big deal. My CPS is at your yeah. door a few days later. Well, I don't even think there was anything such as that back then. <laughs> or they CPS would show up and just slap the shit out of the kids. <laughs> That's what I like to think. That's how it used to be in the back good old days. <laughs> CPS, I need to come over here and slap the shit out of my kids. Just so they just so they know they don't have backup. But now yeah, as a try to feed his rabbit. I mean, I, I mean, if he wouldn't, if, if my sister wouldn't have said something, like, I probably would have just eaten it. Well, she came over, just, you know, you're eating rabbit. She was like five years older than me, so she was wise to the game. The literal game. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that kind of stuff. Bear, yeah, bear, venison, yeah, that kind of stuff. These are early days. But then, you know, when I had a Korean stepmom, she came into the scene and it's like, no know, more bear meat. He was like, yeah, like, uh, I don't want to, uh, I don't know what to do bear. <laughs> like, bring home some fish and, you know, like, chicken, we'll ribeye, talk. chicken. Yeah, like, that could, yeah, like, whatever, seafood, fish, all that stuff. Yeah. She was an amazing, she is an amazing cook. Yeah. Cause she kind of was like, came from the old school um, where, yeah, like you, she grew up in like, your mom taught you everything, like how to cook everything, how to make your own kimchi. Like your family had a kimchi recipe. Oh shit. I got my dad's side lost that because really like his, you know, his family was destroyed by the war. 
because he was from the north. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. Yeah, it's kind of like a whole. Yeah, it's that's like maybe that's part of my fascination with things like outside of our United States. You know, like I mean, yours, yours too. You have you know, a lot of outside culture influence, but right or inside. You know, whatever. You guys are kind of in a gray area. <laughs> I feel like a foreigner in Mexico too, man. So it's just, Oh, you're a stranger in a strange land. Yes, I am. Um, but yeah, like kind of like, you know, being exposed to a lot of other, other worldly things when I was a kid, like what you have a kimchi refrigerator. Like you have, you have a refrigerator just for kimchi. (laughs) Was it like a little mini fridge or was it like a full size fridge? I mean, it's essentially cabbage. I mean, all refrigerators are the same. It's essentially the same thing as a refriger- mini fridge, wine fridge, but it's just a different shape Oh, okay. because it's intended to keep just like, you know, urns of pottery urns of uh, kimchi at a constant temperature for just, I don't know, I don't know how long, a long time. Yeah. Yeah, that, like, just, yeah, like a whole, like, oh, okay. I didn't know they made those. I didn't know they sold those. I didn't know you as a star. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But, but being, being taken, like, in, this is like a early eighties being taken, like Korea, like really old school Korean markets. You see the animals is gutted inside out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hanging like, yeah, upside yeah, down. Yeah. yeah. That kind of st- graphic, <laughs> graphic food, <laughs> graphic food displays. Oh, okay. I'm looking up photos right now of the kimchi fridge, and it is very looks interesting. Yeah, and it's got some kind of you know, it's got some kind of weird Asian art design, like a weird flower thing. You know, what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's like a style familiar like with that pattern, just like we have in our country. Like with like, <laughs> this is what this is what marks a kind of a run of the mill American appliance, like some kind of thing that looks like a leaf or some you know, like some you know. easily reproduced graphic of a leaf something green it symbolizes its uh, Mm -hmm. affinity for mother nature if that makes any sense yeah Um, moving on moving on yeah Um, so I discovered uh, I solved the climate crisis Oh, that's right. So tell me what today it took me, it took me like less than it took me like 60 seconds. Um, very efficient. So I've been curious, like, and this, this may be a stupid question and I'm, I'm very serious. If anybody, if anybody's listening, listen to this later, like I'm very curious, like, and it could just be like a comic outlook, trying to look at things is like, I see a lot of articles, headlines about, polar ice caps melting right there's a lot of climate change stuff a lot of like oh my god it's like you know next month 90 percent of the north pole is gonna be gone right you know that kind of that kind of stuff like it's out there right you don't have to be have much of a pulse to know that um you know polar ice caps are melting they say they say i mean they, that's what they say i have no idea uh but then I'm like, at the same time, like the other headlines are all like every lake in the world is uh, at record low levels. Rivers are low. The Colorado River, 
like, you know, I guess like next month they're going to like shut off water to uh, California, New Mexico, Arizona, like seven states in the Southwest. Jesus. Your area included because yep. y'all just keep using more water than, you know, it's depleted. It's like Lake, Lake Mead is uh, depleted to the point where like bodies, like bodies that are been in like. Oh, shit. Really? Oh, yeah. You haven't seen those? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like Lake Mead is going down to the point where they're finding body. Like, I think they found at least two stories I've seen where they found a body in a, um, keep saying it over and over, like an oil canister, whatever you call that. Like oh, the oil, oil barrel? Oil barrel, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're weighted yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, they're dead bodies. Straight up mafia shit right there. But then, dude. like, the sea levels are also rising, right? They keep telling us that, like, this is, like, the polar, all the polar caps melting, that melted. And, yeah, and, like, New York's going to be underwater, Florida and all this stuff, you know. Us, I'm sure. But then, you know, the other part is that you see Obama just bought a new... You know, like an estate on Martha's Vineyard or or like a or a condo on Miami Beach just sold for a record amount. There was you know? the denial of the water desalination plants here in California, except for San Diego. Yeah, like I'm just wondering where's all the water? And I if someone's like you dumbass. It's it's evaporated, man. It's in the air, it's in the atmosphere. Right, 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 right. So you're just so now so the explanation is that just like just just rain unlimited rain clouds that keep filling up, and it's just like there's just tons of water, but it's up there. Is it it's raining everywhere but here where we need it? I don't know. Well, you're not in the right place, first of all. <laughs> of course, I don't know if you're aware, but we live in the in, desert. If it was in 2022, if people came across Southern California, they'd be like, We can't live here. Like there's no water. It never rains. We can't live here. But back in back in whatever the the you know, 30s, 40s, 50s, they're like, we can no make one, it work. No one lives in Colorado or any of the other states, so we can just take all the water from this river. But then all of a sudden, there's all these people that live in those around that river. They're like, we would like to keep this water. And Thank now, you. like Southern California, like eh, we don't have any water except for the ocean, of course. Yeah. So I was just curious because it's like I don't know. Maybe it just all goes into the ocean, into like the middle of the ocean. There's like a huge mound of extra water. <laughs> Chris, you don't understand. Once California starts using the ocean, everyone else is going to start using the ocean. Oh, and then we'll be yeah, completely yeah, out trendsetters. of water. Yeah, you guys are so cool. You can't do it, man. We'll be yeah. shooting ourselves in the foot. But I don't know. I'm just like, hey, if, the, if, if something's melting and it's making water, it's like, hey, man, well... Um, if you can't stop it, like maybe use that water, but it's like, where's that water going? I guess it's just going the ocean. Um, anyway, if anybody has an answer, I would like to know, like, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe it's evaporating. My, my, uh, my guess is that it's, we are taking water out of all these things. Like even as it melts and even as the rivers get full, whatever we're taking water out and it's staying above land, like in bottles on shelves and, you know, in products. We're just, we're just using more of it. It's like staying above land in pipes, yeah, being circulated, being used, being stored somewhere. Um, but yeah, that's probably you know a good explanation. However, um, I in my Google search of this, I found an article that said that uh, the sea floors are sinking. The fuck, and I I mean I. I mean, I read the news, like I'm paying attention, you know, as much as one person can, I guess, you know, 
And this is an onion article. Yeah, as much as one like average dude with three kids, you know, wife, you know, can like in a job can like pay attention. I'm paying attention, but like in 2020, there were a series. Yeah, I mean, did you say bees? Yeah, and your bees. Don't forget your summer bees. Yeah, it's. I mean, it. You know, as you know, I am one with the bees now. I don't want to get into all that, but you know, as much as one person can pay attention, I am. It's like I guess in 2020 there was a there were a series of articles about. Chris is, is having some technical difficulties over here. He's a bit choppy. Oh, I am cutting in and out. Chris, are you there? Speak I'm to here. me, man. You're coming in. You're like, I'm losing you over here on my end. Really? I'm. Oh, I'm crystal oh. clear on. Uh, just well, I mean, your your here. picture froze. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, oh, I see you frozen. Oh shit! You're frozen, man. We're back. We're back. Okay, I don't know what happened there. So you were talking about how the the floor, the ocean floor, is sinking. Oh yeah, I didn't go too far. No, like I just found these articles and about I guess in 2020, and I was saying I pay attention to the world, you know, as much as any average dude can. But in 2020, there were a series of articles about this discovery that the the weight of the ocean, right? So as polar ice caps melt, supposedly, uh, and they make more water, well, that water weighs more. So in certain areas of the ocean floor, it's making the ocean floor collapse, like, like sink down. I'm not saying that's a good thing. No. But I had never heard that before. I didn't heard know how to do that. that. Nope. Yeah. But when I tell you that, does it make sense? Like that there might be like, you know, part of the ocean floor that's, you know, a little porous and just would collapse. Cause there's pockets of air, whatever, like, you know, like layers, the earth, whatever it is, you know, mm. maybe it's, maybe that's really bad because that like unlocks, uh, you know, Godzilla. No, not not even Godzilla. I'd say, what if like a fucked up chain uh, reaction that sets off, you know, a few volcanoes? Yeah, it's a tsunami. Yeah, yeah. But well, maybe been... that's also why you know, some people have been spotting a lot more UFOs. There's some people that speculate they live in the water, and if you know the ocean floor is collapsing, then it's just like, yo, we got to get out of here. I think that's the movie. Uh... Now I'm just really in the weeds. The Abyss. The Abyss. I love that movie. I think you do too because you said it so fast. I don't. I don't love it. I enjoyed it, but damn it. <clears throat> uh, no. Um, yeah, I, I just never even heard of that before. I never even heard of that story. You know, not that it's been hidden from me, but uh, like that the way so of the much ocean. Happening like, in 2020. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I guess that would be very easy to miss that in 2020. <laughs> Which uh, uh, to our, you know, to our great, great grandkids that um, have come back to the earth you know, By the <laughs> and, way, disco- and discovered all- a jump drive with all of our podcasts on it. Uh, 2020 <laughs> was the year of COVID, COVID-19. That's why we were slow on the uptake that the ocean floor yeah, was collapsing. Like, so us. like everything, you know, 99% of our news was about this uh, virus that was uh, doing things on the planet. 
but don't speak on it too much, otherwise I'll take this video off. Yeah. And uh yeah, subscribe by the way. Great, 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 great. Smash that like. <laughs> <laughs> Shit counts, man. Um yeah, so I guess like the ocean floor could actually sink. And if it did it in large enough areas, it's like, well, that might be like you kind of have to uh, they the article did kind of imply that the scientists were going to have to go back to the drawing board and kind of take this into consideration (laughs) because they they used to say, you know, and this is, I say they, and like the most alarmist people would say like, if what was the number? I think the number was like, if the, if all the polar and, and the, the North and South polar pole ice melted, how high would the oceans rise? It was like 23 meters. And it was like a hundred. It was like, a, it was a crazy amount, but right. But they didn't take into, they don't take into account the fact that like, that's a lot more water on the ocean floor, you know? Yeah. And it now it's compact. It could sink. So maybe it's, instead of 23 meters, it's 22. I don't, I don't know. Or maybe it's one. I don't know. Or maybe at all, like it opens a hole to China. Floods China. Here we go. Sad, sad. <clears throat> I don't know. I just thought that was interesting, right? Like the ocean floor just like in certain areas just collapses and you know would keep the keep the beaches in Florida safe. Which is, you know, it's important. Wait, so water keeps melting, ocean floor is collapsing, then by that logic it would sink and the water would water level would actually lower lessen, whatever you would say instead of rise um let's imagine like beneath the seabed somewhere there's a huge air pocket yeah right it's just air yeah and then that crust breaks the air bubbles out and the water fills that void i mean it happens every day in you know a a milliliter Mm -hmm. at a time right when a clam comes out of the sand or something yeah. but we're talking about we have to do massive amounts of space right like massive volume of air you know but it's kind of interesting i just never even heard of it before so oh, this earth it keeps it finds a new way of fucking with us so as long as we can like you know, keeping us in check if we can lower the seabed <laughs> so all we gotta do is get some excavators out <clears throat> some underwater excavators don't they do what? that though? They already, we already do that. We, when I was a kid in Ocean City, Maryland, the beach was eroding. Um, sorry, and the beach, how does, go ahead. Yep. How does the beach erode? Just the tide like comes in and like uh, if the if uh, I think that uh, all I mean if you if, hmm. This is our problem with climate change, right? Because <laughs> climate change always happens before, way before we were here. Coastlines are never settled. Even continents are never settled. Coastlines are never settled. They're always changing, right? Like the ocean comes in this area and washes the sand out, and then it moves the sand to another area. But like once humans start getting involved and buy houses and stuff, it's like, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. We got a lot of investment in this stretch. That's like 10 mile stretch of beach. <laughs> yeah. 
like this whole nature's course of like eroding this area, but then it like moves the sand somewhere else or makes sense. Like we can't really have that. So I remember Ocean City, Maryland, when I was a young person, they had giant barges and they were dredging. They were pumping sand from out. I mean, not like in the middle of the ocean, but like, you know, like you could see it, but out there in to keep the beach full. Because it was, it, and it's like you, they make a big deal about, oh my God, like the environment and like climate change. It's like, just, it's like, well, no, it's supposed to. The ocean, like, always like is changing the landscape. Yeah. You just don't want it to change the landscape here because we've, you know, we've put a 7 Eleven, there's a highway, <laughs> like, there's a highway like right off this area. So I don't know. I, Okay, it's funny you bring that up too because you they literally bring- literally pumped sand in onto the beach, and like this is like a Ocean City, Maryland, like Rehoboth mm-hmm. Beach. Yeah, go ahead. There's a route I drive every Thursday morning. It's up the California coast, the 101, uh, Santa Barbara, Ventura area. At one point, and a nice stretch of the drive, it's just a little bit of the beach and then the highway. I was just uh, every morning, you know, as the sun's rising, sun is rising. I just think I look out and I just think to myself, what if one day something just come giant wave just comes and crashes every one of us over. That's it. Get dragged out to sea. I don't know. I think you're, a, I think you're more, you're the, you're an earthquake's going to happen and you're just going to fall off. Like, you know, Everyone, you're good. You're safe from waves. You're going to just fall <laughs> into the sea. So you're good. <laughs> you're safe. You're safe. When I lived in Florida, let me tell you. When I lived in Florida, I lived, you know, like 40 minutes from Daytona Beach, like really close. And uh there was a, I saw a documentary about tsunamis. I was like, oh no, oh no. Crap, so that, that, that just me. that just added to my whole like, all right, well, this is something I gotta gotta I gotta think about. <laughs> And that was, that was, yeah, moving to Texas was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no tsunamis there. But like, there was a dot, yeah, like, uh, there's a, and it happens, it happens over time. There's like a, um, a shelf on the west coast of Africa, similar, like maybe like similar to the San Andreas Fault, California, uh-huh. and like the west coast of America, of the United States. And, uh, it's prone to just falling off into the ocean every, every uh, few thousand years or so. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think in like Alaska, there's like uh, some pretty cool things, and like in Alaska, in certain bays where there was a tsunami in recent history, and you could see it in the tree line where something came through and just wrecked shit, like way, way up high in the valleys, like way up high on like what you would think is a mountain. Yeah, now you got me thinking about tsunami. I think I'm good. <laughs> good from tsunamis you're probably good too from tsunamis you know but nah, yeah, you gotta we're not you gotta, you gotta be worried about the next earthquake the minute you started talking like that is the minute a moment that some shit pops off and he's like well we just got wrecked by a tsunami yeah mother nature man she she gives no fucks about us there's a lot of things in news though you never know <laughs> like if you're lucky if you're lucky like the earth and the next big one comes and you're like sliding off in the Pacific. It's like, it'd be like the movie 2012 for you. 
If, yeah, I mean, that orange. fucking movie got fucked that movie so much. I love that movie. As I like to refer to it as the world's most expensive Rolls Royce commercial. I think it was that the rich dude was driving around in. They just had every expensive thing, didn't they? They they really did. Like just just by chance, they had every expensive supercar, jet, plane, airplane, like freight, cargo plane. Like it was right there. No, but the thing that really pissed me off about it is before the dad, the the old, I, I don't want to say whatever weird part of Europe he was from, the rich dad that had his two kids. He's like, save my boys. And then he does something like he, there's this. Um, oh, he defies physics. No, besides defying physics, <laughs> he, he says this command prompt that the car recognizes because it's one of the car's features. And the minute he, does, he did that, I was like, these motherfuckers are just using this movie to sell more of these fucking cars. Man. Oh, Fuck this yeah, movie. yeah. He had the auto start in his in his his roles or yeah, yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 your. Yeah. I mean, you've seen I mean, it, you live right there. Yeah, I think that that was like in your neighborhood that the opening, like the first 10 minutes of your of that movie, your neighborhood's gone. No, oh, man. John Cusack. He was just like, man, fuck all you. Sad sacks. I can't say go. Yeah, that movie was awesome to look at. I watched it with my son. I think we talked about it in the pod back then. But <laughs> I was like, no, 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 this is fake. This is fake. You can tell because it's so crazy. But it's I like, yeah, it's really it was, like. I think it freaked him out because it does look so real, right? I mean, looking back on it now, I should be like, why was I afraid of this cheesy garbage? Yeah. Yeah, he pulls off some stuff. They pull off some some pretty. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. But good luck with that, man. Yeah, thanks. We'll need it. What's, I think here in Texas, we'll just melt. <laughs> well, certain parts of Texas, you'll melt. The other way, blown away by a fucking tornado. We'll just become, we'll just become like. Well, that, we'll become mole people. Oh, there's like you know when you read these some of these are I read them because it's like it's it's insane it's like yeah by the year 2050 it's going to be 148 degrees every day in Texas like okay hmm. fuck that dude that'll be interesting I kind of want to see it I because, don't because we're not just all going to walk out and melt they're going to like we're all going to live underground like like the fucking matrix C- or something circadian rhythm is going to be all fucked up <laughs> yeah um yeah. And all of a sudden, like every hillbilly that decided to dig themselves like a like an underground shelter is like rich. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I just put my I just put my cave up for four million dollars on Zillow. You know. You okay? I like how in this scenario everything's fucked, but Zillow still exists and you're able to sell <laughs> your cave dwelling. Hey man, <laughs> I'm telling you, they're gonna keep they're gonna keep the they're gonna keep the internet up to the very end. Like the internet, like, I mean, damn everything else, but we must keep this internet. The internet's got to be protected. Like, I think about that as the shit goes down. Like, really, like, there's going to be a protected things. Like, like they're going to protect the network. Verizon's going to be like, going to be like, God damn it, Biden, you need to get the National Guard out and protect all of our cell towers. Like, like this is really important because how are we going to? Like we can't charge people ninety dollars a month for their iPhone without these towers. Like, come on. Uh, or like, or like, and really, like, I'm joking because really, it's more like the people that have those things. Like, there's going to be a group of people that are like, these are 
they make a certain income. You know, they're not the super rich, but they're like the certain income. They pay taxes. They buy stuff. They go to Lowe's every weekend. Right. Bed, bath, and beyond. They got the kids in sports. They're buying Nike. They're like every year they're buying Nike, Nike, another round of Nikes, another round of Nikes, another round of this, another round. You know, like they're in Walmart every weekend buying two hundred dollars worth of groceries. Like we need to protect these people because they kind of make the things. Like, I think it's true. Hey, I have a question for you. Did you ever mm-hmm. explain how you were going to solve this climate crisis, climate change? Yeah, the or the seabed just going to we're just going to stop real hard. Oh, okay, gotcha. Well, we're going to leave the spigot on. <laughs> and like, hope the water before bill. before we're going to hope that before the water comes over the edge of the bathtub, that the the ceiling just caves in. You know, the other thing that I was listening to today was a podcast of Joe Rogan. It was Louis C.K. and Joe List. Is that re- and, uh, recent? Yeah, which okay. would be Thursday or Friday's episode. Do you, do you listen to Joe Rogan? Sorry. Do you listen to Joe Rogan regularly? Uh, yeah. Okay. There are some times I'll take a break, though, just because after listening for a few years, there's just a few things I was just like, I don't want to hear this again. But... Louis said something that totally fucked me up, man. And I was okay. sober as hell. And it, it kind of put me in a state of mind where I felt like I was having a bad high. But he's like, everyone. Like yeah. Er, he said that everyone thinks that they're standing on top of the earth, but really we're like dangling off of it. When you think about it, I was like, fuck, he's right. And I, this, he, he said that as I was driving too. I was just like, God damn it. It totally fucked with my head, dude. I think that's why I ended up having like a weird day at work. It's just like that's all I could think about. Yeah, that's all man, I, I mean, I've still uh, been thinking about <clears throat> centrifugal force. You know, as the Earth is spinning, it's you know, it's like water on your tire. Your tire is trying to throw it off. Right? Yeah. But then there's adhesion. There's gravity. You know, for us, it's more gravity that's like keeping us on. Yeah, that's a cool thing to think about. Uh, if anything, just other than to like kind of, you know, kind of getting yourself always looking at things from the other side, like from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if Louis C.K. is ever going to get a special again. He's got like, you know, he's like, he's going to be alive for like another 30, 40 years. So, no, I mean, he won a Grammy for like his last album or two or whatever the fuck it was. Like, all if. It's all his since website. his thing or yeah yeah since his uh, since oh, his cancellation okay, or whatever I didn't know that and I guess that's like not something they want to advertise. Well, it's something he advertises to the people that still yeah. show him support. So that's why it's like all his material, you know, just his show. I remember when we did albums, a podcast several. We did a podcast last year. It was, like, it was you, me, Robbie, Janie, maybe I don't know. Like yeah, we was a. Uh, it was like ERP 2.0. We uh, we were talking about our favorite comedians, and Louis C.K. was the guy I played. He played a bunch of his clips. Like, yeah, he's just deadly, you know, like <laughs> just a deadly comic. Like, just um, his commentary is just, I don't know, vicious, hurtful. I don't know, mm-hmm. but hilarious, hilarious at the same time. I don't know, man. What do you want to wrap up on? Anything? You doing all right? What else is uh what else has got y'all messed up these days? Other than uh, that chain, that chain like hurt you got your neck ache or something. <laughs> it's funny you should say that because I did kind of fuck up my neck at work today. So it was just like <laughs> uh, can't wait for my massage later. You ever been to a chiropractor? Uh 
actually yeah last year there's a a neighborhood chiropractor that my okay. mom knows yeah so she was like hey go check this guy out and did a quick session on me and felt great afterwards but you know just been more mindful trying to be more mindful of my posture and all that shit so i don't have to but this was just you know random age showing because I, I didn't even it's not even i was doing any like strenuous lifting or whatever i was just literally climbing onto a truck and the minute i extended my hand out up and kind of turn my neck to the left my head to the left it's just fucking pain just shot up and down the yeah fucking, yeah that's a bullshit. Like, awesome. that's a bullshit. <laughs> when, that's a bullshit when you hit 30 you're like you're, you're like Cause you can do that kind of thing when you're like 20, 25 and it's like the next day he's like, all I need is good night's sleep. And the next day that's really, it's gone. Right. And it's like, you turn 30, it's just like, man, that shit, like, man, it's just been around for like a week. <laughs> like what's up? With that? I yeah, therapy. dude. I therapy. Like, what? That's not right. Let me get a quick yoga session. Like, what's, do- what's doing that to me? Hmm, I don't know. Oh, age is doing that to you. The stupid. Sun. Fuck. Whatever it is that from the sun that's like shooting through us all the time. Oh, the UV rays or whatever, the harmful UV rays, the radiation, solar radiation. I think that's, yeah, there's, there's more, yeah, more specific term for it. But yeah, I haven't read about that in a while. Uh, Before we get into that, though, let me just give a quick uh, plugs, do the plugs for everybody. Check us out on Facebook, Endless Runners. Come join, hang out, shoot the shit with us. Get notifications when we'll be going live. Cause as you can tell, we're 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 doing this. We're spinning on a Friday night. Yeah, what you need in your life is more notifications. (laughs) (laughs) Especially for more goofy asses. That's what you need. You need your your watch, your app, your smartwatch just popping off, your phone is popping off. I've gotten to the point where I don't even like I missed important stuff because my my watch and my phone are going off all the time. Like I need to, I need so to. So you're just overloaded by, yeah, by notifications. No, or like, or it's like my watch is always going off. So like when it goes off, I stop looking at it. I'm like, I'll get, I'll catch up with you later. Oh, um, gotcha, gotcha. Sorry to cut you off there. All good. Uh, we're also on what is it? Instagram, Twitter, how um, endless renters, and make sure to like us, subscribe, tell everyone about us on YouTube, endless renters mm-hmm. podcast. If you want to show Robbie Spotlight, who is MIA, but he'll be back. Robbie Spotlight on all the social platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Grinder. Give him some love. <laughs> Find Chris over here on the going off, popping off, as he likes to say on Twitter. Grateful Red One. Give him a follow. See what he's up to when he's not rambling here on the on the show as for me if you want to listen to more anime ramblings how we figure uh how we figure under instagram twitter and wherever you can find your podcast show us some love thank you very much chris back to you thank you very much everybody remember that recycling is a hoax <laughs> i just i just popped in my head that uh i told you guys a couple days ago that i had a co-worker wednesday yeah who uh who uh, came into my office and was like, do you guys recycle? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, about, was it was like four hours later, you know, I was done. It took about four. I just started, you know, like slamming my hand on the desk and I converted her to uh, recycling as a scam. 
90%, maybe 91% of all the stuff that you recycle goes into a landfill, people. So all the shit that you spend the time sorting and all that stuff and you spend and your taxes go to, you know, like your local landfill and your local city that's like sorting the stuff and like shipping this stuff off. It just goes in a landfill, not near you, but in Malaysia. It's like 90% of it. So anyway, I even got on the whiteboard at the office. <laughs> To diagram some of these, to, to diagram some of these things, and to really uh, drive the message home that uh, you should no longer recycle. You should look at your recycling bin as a second trash can for stuff that looks like you know paper, pizza boxes, whatnot. Because you, I, not out of ten people out there, your city is putting it in a truck and just shipping it somewhere to go on a ship somewhere to be shipped off to some shithole country. And uh, be and sit in a landfill. When really we should just be throwing all this into our local volcano. Uh, well, my idea is to shoot it in space, but lo- volcanoes are closer. Like that's Keeper. if I was if I was Elon Elon Musk, I'd be like, I will shoot all your garbage into space. <laughs> like you, <laughs> that's the real objective behind SpaceX. Like, look, this is just gonna oh, be a glorified you, trash. Yeah, like service. think about it, like. You just got you got your pregnancy test back. You want to throw it in the trash, like you want to wrap it up in some toilet paper, throw it in the trash can. Like, no, 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 I'll shoot into space for you, right? Or whatever kind of documents you get that you don't want anybody else to see, and you want to throw away. You want to sh- whatever you want to shred. I'll do you one better. I will shoot into space, outer space. Anyway, why I don't know why I'm talking about that. <clears throat> no, reduce and reuse. That if people realize this, they would just stop buying like all the crap. Like, uh, or look in, look into it. Don't don't take my word on it. Just a simple Google search, and you'll realize you're wasting your time, and you're buying ten times as much stuff as you used to. So, jokes on us. And this is from someone that doesn't really care about the environment at all. You're just observing it all. I just don't like I don't like people bullshitting me or like bullshitting people. So and also because I think bullshit is uh, counterproductive. Because if you stuck with the reuse reduce, like that's what people would do. Fuck, he's right, man. Anyway, we've gone on long enough, Manny. Thanks, man. Thank you, Chris. Good to and talk thanks to you. everyone at home watching. Shout out to Quana. Shout out to all the people in YouTube mm-hmm. land. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep all of you we really appreciate it yeah uh so wednesday I, I i said wednesday no show we're gonna do friday nights i think but then this friday we weren't quite sure yet and we had a, all a lot of stuff going on so but i think that this is gonna be our thing so we'll uh we'll we'll start pumping out we're moving to fridays yeah that's right you gonna play that friday with that friday song like that was like one of the first youtube <laughs> one hit wonders of that Friday girl. Rebecca Black shot oh. to Rabizi. The same, all right. the same coworker who I talked about recycling also had a, a thing on her desk that would sing that song. It's, what, it's like Friday. a bobblehead? Yeah. Uh, it's like a like a chipmunk, if I remember. Oh, dude, I am already not liking this coworker of yours. Oh no, she's great. Okay, cool. Well, you changed her she's mind. So one she's-, of these, she's one of these folks that I never know what she where she's going to come down on an issue. She's a wild card, she, huh? She's just like, no, no, no. My thoughts are my own. Oh, okay. 
but everybody solves their own, but they're based on the information you have. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a good weekend. This is Chris saying, get it on. Get it on, everybody. Everything's terrible. Everything. It's the two. It's the two. It's the two.